Welcome to Beholder's Eye Season 3. I'm Alex. I'll be your host and Dungeon Master. Evil has come to the Great Isle. Amidst a civil war, a holy war, and a threat of imperial invasion, only one group can bring this all to an end. One way or another. They are the Chaos Quartet. Zalara of Sin Ilnor. Blessed of Shamhara, world-protecting, elven druid monk. Garen Kelso, dimension-hopping vagabond, high elf bladesinger. Cal Thornbreach, also known as Wicca, satyr bard of eloquence. Mol Urzog, cleric of Saint Allegius. All right, who wants to let us know what happened last episode? I think it's about my turn. So we started last episode with um, getting a debate about getting through a trapdoor and if we bring the friendly dragon with us, which we did. And there was a conversation of if Wicca's grandparent, granddad's tricks were tricks or magic. Um, there was no debate. <laughs> it was said that it was magic and Wicca didn't know that. Um, we went through the magic door or the trapdoor at the top. It turned out to be like gravitational opposite on the other side and we got dragged up and then down. Uh, into a large hall with bunnies and a big bunny that just wanted to love us. We proceeded to kill the bunny that wanted to love us, and that's where we ended. Okay, so yeah, that's where we'll pick up again. We got the big bunny who wanted to kill everyone. Um, so it's seen. We, we don't know, you know, that's the thing. We never know. You guys came in guns blazing. This was probably a very peaceful scenario that I had planned. Um, yes. We did roll for initiative, so on a meta sense. I, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Here. This was I brought out a diplomacy map and diplomacy <laughs> initiative. <laughs> um did we clear the other uh the the, the arrow? Uh, no, you still have bunny. you still have six um spewer thrower bunnies and you got one infantry bunny still out there. Okay. So they didn't so, just disappear with the big guy. They did not. No. Okay, got it. Um all right. You guys hear a boom, 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 and a chocolate bunny. No. Um <laughs> All right, Zalara, it's your turn. What are you doing? Um, I still have badgers. I'm gonna send my badgers. You only you have two badgers left. Sending two badgers down to the southernmost nest where we've got two throwers. Yeah, that's the one that hurt, hit me. So yeah, they did. Go badger, go! So they're going to attempt to hit the uh, two little thrower bunnies that are in the southernmost nest. If I can roll. I, mm, come on. There you go. Okay. So they are going to attempt to bite with a 10 and claw with a 5. So they do jack and squat. Um, and Zolara. Those are good badger names. Jack, jack squat. and squat. Uh -huh. yeah. They're very good. Um, Zolara is going to go run over. Eh, we'll go up up um like by kind of like not completely by everybody but closer to like 10 feet away from margarine yeah that's margarine and then um just try to see in um because in the middle room do we now see the the person the camille yes you do see all? camille okay um there she seems to be sitting down her head between you know sitting down on her bottom her head kind of between her legs crying okay um I'm going to stay out here for the moment, but my plan is to eventually try to get in there and and give her a hug. Um, I was going to go for turn? some magical anti-sad. Magical anti-sad? Are you going to give her calm emotions? Yeah. Good call. Um, and then I'm going to thorn whip this one little bunny over here by Margraine, just because I might as well yeah. do something other than running around. <clears throat> oh, that's a 10 to hit. 
So thorns come up out of the ground and do nothing. Is that a nat one? Yes, that is a nat one. <laughs> Had I rolled literally a two or higher, it would have been fine. Yeah, um, so you rolled a nat one on an attack. That is, a, is that a spell attack? It is, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it's a cantrip. All right, so on a, since we got a crit failure there, um, go ahead, high or low, 50% chance uh, that it's going to hit Margarine. <laughs> Hi. All right. <laughs> 49. <laughs> All okay. right, Margarine gets slashed by your magical magic-y. The Thorn Whip comes out and hits Margarine for 10 points of piercing damage. <laughs> Margarine, <Ow>. I'm sorry! <laughs> I go to, go to look, and I'm like, what was that? The like, bunnies, they're thorny. Well, one did, you know, the big one sent out like blades of grass, so that makes sense. Uh, I don't see through your lie. <laughs> you know it's a lie. <laughs> Are you done, Zalara? Yeah, that's me done. Okay. All right. Couldn't it is even hit Margarin. <laughs> it is right. now your turn, Garin. All right, Garin will. Do they take half damage? Um, eh, I'll run over and to the two and the northernmost cave. And actually, you know what? I just want to use a spell because I am a wizard. Um, and I will use Agonazer's Scorcher on both of them. Ooh. And that will be, so a DC 18 deck save or take 17 fire damage each. While I'm re rolling that, why don't you read what it, uh, or at least describe a little bit about what, what that is. So Agonizer's. line of flame comes shooting out from my hands and in a straight line and just like envelops both of them. Well, the first one, shockingly, meets it, 18. And the second one does not, so eight. Um, okay, so the first one takes the full seven, or the second one takes 17, um, and the first one will take half damage. So, is that nine damage? Jeez, nine damage, okay. which hurts you a lot. <laughs> okay, what's it look like if that back one, the one that took the full damage, dies? Um, so it just disintegrates, and like the, the skin of it just kind of like spreads, and the goo just comes out uh, as when a marshmallow goes into the flame. Oh, wonderful. I love it. All right, anything else you can do? Uh, that's it for me okay all right uh margraine it's your turn okay margraine's going to start by swinging his flaming longsword at the one right next to him cool uh 15 to hit mm-hmm for seven slashing and seven fire what's it look like as it dies uh this one same as before you know he's slicing cleanly through it that nice hot blade just goes right through that marshmallow -y core and it kind of slips off and you see the nice toasted marshmallow at either side of the cut um and then uh the spiritual weapon is going to move into that kind of middle chamber with Camilla uh, right next to the the bunny below her and Margraine is going to run as fast as his little legs can carry him towards them and then the uh, spiritual weapon is going to take a swing at the bunny. Alright. Uh, 16 to hit. 16 hits. 9 force damage. What's it look like as it dies? And so this is uh, it hits it and since it's force it like compresses it down um, since it's so spongy and then it's almost like when you put a marshmallow in the microwave um, because of that pressure the rebound causes it to push back out again and just explode and splatters little bits of goo everywhere nice that's awesome and that is me okay well um we've got 
three bu uh, four bunnies left. The first one that is going to go is the one that's right next to Garen. It's going to go ahead and try and spray him with its uh, marshmallow spray. Um, I'm guessing a 18 does not hit. Does not. All right. Well, he misses. Darn it. Okay. The next one is going to attack Margraine with its spray that is down in the center one. That's right next to Camilla. 23? Uh, yeah. Yeah. 23 hits. All right. Take eight, eight points of bludgeoning damage. Almost as much as your own party did to you. <laughs> <laughs> and then okay. um uh give me a uh con saving throw dc 18 oh no uh eight don't um, forget your inspiration i will use inspiration to redo that <laughs> seven um you use your armor to re-roll it again i will use level one of my armor to try that again like if you bought a conspiration before because i gave it to someone 17 it was not me a uh, 17 so no i miss it by one all right oh, so you are now covered in marshmallow spray and incapacitated at the beginning of the hench peeps next turn Ugh, gross. Yeah, if I had ever connected when the big guy was out there, that would have been a great thing, but I kept missing. Um, all right. The hench peeps are going, who are down at, at the bottom, are going to go ahead and attack the two badgers right in front of them. Um, they're going to go ahead and use their marshmallow spray. Uh, I'm guessing a critical hits the first badger, the top one, and does 17 points of damage, which I'm guessing it cannot take. Um. So, dead. And then the second one, where'd you go? There we go. And we're going to go ahead and spray it again. 14? Uh, yeah. Okay, seven points of damage. Oh, oh, wait. Mm, are these ones damaged? Yeah, no, it's gone. Good. All right. No more badgers left. The hinge peeps are cleaning up, and we've got a sticky, incapacitated Mark Rain. You're not, now your turn, Wicker. Can you split the beams from a um, Eldritch Blast? I can't remember. Yes. yes. Yeah. And I will ask Eldritch Blast from where I am. So I'll get one beam at the two, at each of the two bunnies at the bottom that just killed the badgers, and one up by Garen. So the one up by Garen first, or 14 for three force damage that hits. That hits it. What's it look like as it dies? Uh, the Eldritch Blast hits it, doesn't seem to do much, then the other side just explodes outwards all over the wall and the floor and everything else. I love it. Okay. <laughs> and um, the one at the top on the back, uh, the bottom. Uh, the, yeah, the from bottom was nest. Yep. It's 28 for 7 force that damage. Hits. Yep. Same effect, like the back of the, the wall is just splattered with marshmallow bunny insides. And then the last one, 18 for 8 damage. Alright, and since yep, the bunny looks down as the Eldritch Blast hits it in the tummy, and its eyes get really big and wide, and then we see a slow motion and we hear the bunny go, no, as its guts explode out on the back. Nice round. Anything else you're doing? I'll, I'll move down to the, just below Solara, just to get an eye on where Camilla is. That'd be me. Alright, it is now your your turn. Who's next? Solara. One heech pimp pimp peep. What? One hench said heech peep. Pimp. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, so we got some pimps running around. That's delightful. Um, I think call lightning is probably a bit overkill. So I'm just gonna <laughs> run in there. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll go right right next to the uh peep and our Camille Cam Camilla, Camilla, whatever. Um, and I'm just gonna pull out my short sword. Yay! <laughs> So, um, all of that is the same. Eight, eight damage, but it's with a short sword, so it's slashing. So yeah, but you rolled an 11 to hit? Is that correct? Or sorry, six. Yeah, I did. Okay, so you miss um, with your short sword. Oh, that's right. These guys are 12. 
Yep. Never mind. Okay, so that's uh, I will. Why not spend a key point and uh, use that to disengage and step back? Well, that's that's only your first attack. Oh right, I forgot. I'm a monk. Duh. <laughs> Second attack is a sixteen. That hits. Okay, and then that's eight slashing. Yep. All right. What's it look like? Is it's destroyed? Okay. I uh, I bisect it straight down the middle so that the two sides just flop either direction. <laughs> Nice. All right, we've got one hinge bunny left. One hinge peep. Are you doing anything else, Laura? Uh, no, I'm not spending my key point to step back. I'll just okay. stand here. Didn't that one die from the Eldritch Blast down there? Oh, yes, it did. Never mind. I'm done. It's gone. Yep. So that's it. It was slow motion now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The slow motion now. All right. Well, we're out of combat. Margraine kind of wipes the marshmallow out of his eyes. You can finally see, not incapacitated. Margraine's going to run over next to her. Um, she's still crying on the ground. Yeah, she kind of looks up at you. And he's going to um, lay a hand on her as he casts calm emotions, kind of like a consoling consoling hand. So she needs to make a wisdom saving throw for me. Um, uh, DC 16. Well, okay. okay. So, so um, he's going to suppress a uh, fear um, and sadness for the time being. And oh, go, hello, I'm... Margarine Silverbeard, we're here to help you. She sniffles, wiping tears away from her face. It's very red, like she's been crying for a long time. Hi, I'm Camilla. We, how, uh, how are you feeling, Camilla? Different, sort of empty right now, but not bad. I, I thought that would give us a good chance to to talk for a while. You know, the the feelings, they, they will return, but um, you seemed quite distraught, so I thought I would help out. Thank you. I do feel a little better. Who are you? Meanwhile, Zalara is wiping the the sugary goo off of her sword <laughs> to resheathe it. Um, we are visitors to your tower here, and um, we came to to see you because we had a request. But we saw that there was a lot going on here, so we thought we would help out. Yes. Well, it was quite a bit. That was Stephalopagus. That was that was my baby's stuffed animal back in the day before we crossed over. Oh, your 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 little boy, uh, Theodorn. Yes. You know him? Is he well? I I do know of him actually. Um, I don't know Theodorn uh directly, but I do know the lives that he's changed on the outside. He inspired the person that's made me become the man I am today. That's good. That's something. Yeah, yeah. What does he do? Is he uh is he a great prophet like his father and his grandfather? Um, from my perspective, your baby boy is my god. What? Really? Yeah, yeah. Um he's shortened it up a bit, as all babies do when they grow up. Um he goes by Theos now, I believe. But um yeah, my your baby boy is is my deity. That's somehow acceptable and makes sense. I did just have a giant bunny in here. Yeah, and you and know if it's alarm always said he was trying to do but he's also Mickey. something of an idiot uh he does seem to not get the full picture of things sometimes for sure um but yeah you're i i do not know the current whereabouts of your your baby boy but i do know that the power that i use to make you feel better right now comes from my god which comes from theodore why well, i'm so calm right now then after an eternity, he's finally with me. Exactly. I'm going to give Sam inspiration again. That was really good, dude. Yeah. And <laughs> Thanks. All I wrote is they have to make her happy in some way. I have no idea. I didn't plan out how. That was... 
Well, you know, the feelings will come back, but um, at, just at keep least casting on her until we're done. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, just like in real medical treatment, you know, sometimes some some drugs can help you uh, get through the actual like emotional grief that's causing your problem. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, get get her outside of that so that she can can look at it and not be wallowing in it as much. So. And that lasts for an hour, right? Yes, it does. It lasts for an hour. So, uh, Camilla, and as she's starting to stand up, I'll grab her arm, or offer my hand, I should say. Um, and I'll help her stand up. Um, we'd like to get you out of here, if that's okay. Looking around at the dirty walls. <laughs> Dirt walls, I should say. Yes, follow me. And she leads you to the back of the nest you are in, and she pushes on the wall, and a door opens up onto a grassland, and you see a nice home out there. Smoking chimney looks like something out of a storybook. Just a one-story little ranch home. She says, follow me, and then leads you out into that area. Forgive me, but why would you stay in that pit when you have such a beautiful home here? Well, I deserved it. I gave up my child. You let your child go on to do greater things, which is exactly what a mother should do. As an infant, though? It works. He's accomplished a lot, apparently. And that's why I'm out here now. But I was ignorant of this before. Did Quilam not come and tell you what happened? I don't think Quilam knew. None of us have been outside. He didn't know, right? He he didn't know until Margraine directly told him about Theos. Because said that basically, hey, I'm kind of like your grandson or great-grandson. That sort of thing. That weird comment. Okay, yeah. Ah, right. I guess he did not. So uh, what happened with the bunny if it was a stuffed animal? Did it just transform because of your grief? Yes. It was the only thing I had left of my son. And so that's how I focused on him. It was a constant reminder of my failure. That reminder is now gone. The failure was not there either. What's not there? The failure. Yes. She looks around and says... I don't know what to do. Well, I feel I, I was so filled by grief for so long and hatred of myself. And this numbness almost hurts like fresh skin under a scraped knee. Um, well, I can offer a little bit of advice on that. Um, when you hate yourself on the inside for so long, you can help others. It lessens the sting, even if it never really goes away. Yes. Well, that gives me an idea. Come with me. And she seems to have some pep in her step and lead you into her house. Follow. You guys following? Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. She takes you inside and you see it, it looks like a, a nice cottage, except inside you do see that there are seven standing cases, glass cases. And inside you see what seems to be these tall almost humanoid creatures but they seem to be made almost out of the same crystal that the tower itself is made out of that has wings somewhat angelic its head's not fully formed it's almost like it's got a nice lean muscular body you see some like weapons in their hands and then almost not quite a true head shape almost like a diamond up top like a true like the shape diamond not a, a physical diamond um where the head should be but the whole body is made out of it looks human for the most part with angelic wings they stand about nine feet tall and she said are they alive you don't see them moving no okay she says this was here when we arrived and i was told there would be a time that help would be needed and i should open these uh, and um does anybody speak like um was it an- not angelic what's it called yeah, yeah. Or celestial. yeah. Celest- celestial celestial the thing. one character i've made that doesn't speak celestial <laughs> every character i've ever made in the past has had it this is the fucking one i don't put <laughs> i don't speak celestial either Sylvan. Does, if that helps but it, it does, does not help that. all right so nobody 
Nobody speaks celestial. All right, you see there are some cool runes that glow on the outside of the uh, the uh, uh, glass cages here. And she says, "Well, I was told there was a time I would be able to help people with these, so I guess now is that time." Is there a great battle outside the tower now? Um, actually, no. We kind of already won the battle, I think. Wait, what do they do? These are the crystal guardians. She points to the writing. They're the guardians of the tower. They're the but ones who can leak. still the army that we're trying to take care of in the city. We're trying to mop that up. So we routed them. Hibidrax did. Not entirely, though, right? Like, because they were still working on healing people and... Oh, right. Huh? Have we completely taken the city? Um, yeah, for the most <laughs> part you guys had i mean hippodrax had other than yeah i mean basically you're in the rebuilding process now hippodrax had cleared everything out got it okay mm-hmm. i mean the the country is in danger but the direct city no i think is this only for the city or is it for a much larger purpose purpose i'm not sure i've never used them before well i would like to see what they do all right so she opens <laughs> them up possibly go wrong these bright light comes out as they come out. Um, you all are... Everyone give me a... Go ahead and give me a DC 15 um, wisdom save. 11. 5. Whoa. <laughs> come on, Margraine. Oh, is it Here. a magical effect, Alex? Nope. <laughs> Okay. It is a magical I get advantage. Oh, Margaret, don't we Nine. get your bonus for being a paladin? Oh, to saves. Yeah, yeah, we Doesn't do. help me, but um, you know what? I will burn my inspiration. We do, so <laughs> plus four. So I make it at an right. 18. I make it Woo. 16. 15, yay. No. <laughs> That's a 12 or whatever, 13. Oh, that means I would have made the goo save. Oh, oh shoot. Oh, man. <laughs> it's okay. All right. So every, oh, uh, Garen um, is the only one who failed, right? Uh-huh. So Garen, um, as the bright light comes out, you drop to your knees and start quivering in fear. Um, everyone else is just overwhelmed by kind of the magnificence of it. You realize this would have been an amazing ally for you before you had fought um, Tadomon. Um, so the, the creatures come out and they speak to you all in the celestial language so you don't understand it but each word comes out like a thundering well like thunder you feel it reverberating through every part of you and then the a bright light just overwhelms you all to the point that you're almost blinded by it and then they're gone and you all see yourself standing looking out over the city itself you see the destruction below you you see those creatures flying around now and they seem to be flying over and healing people starting to fix up the city itself starting to do some sort of reconstruction. All right, all right. Wicker's just aggressively writing it all down in his book. I'll capture every moment. Margarine's going to go over and whisper to Wicker. Uh, Wicker, um, if you have a way of telling the bishop that that's us, he may find that useful. <laughs> Did I meet the bishop before? Mole. Mole's a bishop. Oh, yeah. right. I will... <laughs> Our cast sending. This is us doing um, the, the, the magical things. It's friendly. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I was not given clear instructions. <laughs> Uh, I think he can reply to it. Um, yeah, in a like manner immediately. Okay, so you hear back from um, Mole. Um, uh, thank you. I can use this. That, that's, Shit, that's I've just it. helped the church. A- Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> can I reaction to counters for myself? <laughs> <laughs> Send another message. I uh, disregard last message. Not us. Very dangerous. <laughs> They're actually destroy. stealing everyone's souls. 
<laughs> As the uh, creatures are moving around out there, you can see that Camilla is now standing out there. She's moving her hands. It's almost as if she has some kind of control or connection over these creatures. And you can see for the first time she has some light in her eyes. Well, thank you all very much. I, I do appreciate you pulling me out of my deep, deep hole. It is quite our pleasure. You are important and your work here is very valuable. Thank you. And I'll yes. gesture broadly to the city. And then she so looks kind of oh. a moment later, like, so it's a little bit awkward now. We need, What's going we on? We need you to help us get people out of the tower. Oh, yes. Um, yes. Yes. No problem at all. And she snaps her fingers and you see this uh, uh, pyramid from the ground come up with a rounded top. It has runes written all over it once again in the celestial language. And it just comes up to about her knee or a little bit uh, like mid-calf or mid-thigh, mid not calf, mid-thigh. She puts her hand down and says a magic word and says, yes, it is open now. Do you need a pathway back? Yes, Why not? If, if you don't mind. Um, I've got a thing I'd love to do real quick before I leave her, though, because mm -hmm. I think it would mean a lot. It would mean a lot to me, and I think it might mean a lot to her. Um, I would like to do the spell ceremony for her, um, but I would like to use the specific one. Um, it, it changes alignment. I'm not interested in that, but I'm mostly in interested in the, the, the thought behind it. Um, I'm going to use ceremony for atonement. Um, I'm going to cast that on her. Um, how does that work? So, so the actual mechanical thing is, um, you touch one willing creature whose alignment has been changed and you make a DC 20 wisdom insight check, um, to restore their original alignment. Um, I don't think that's necessary for the purposes of this um i think more the general idea of what the atonement is right mm -hmm. like that you're okay. forgiving somebody for something um oh, nice. i'm using the power from her son to forgive her oh that's wonderful okay i love that all right just uh, a question, forgiven. how long does that take just we do have a squirrel dragon that's probably got about 40 minutes left i can always follow you guys up um yeah if that takes a couple minutes to do it takes oh it takes an hour so yeah, yeah, yeah. We, the, yeah. the dragon thing probably needs to be moved somewhere. Yeah, um, you guys, you guys can do what you need to. <laughs> the dragon, but um, I, I, I like, I like the symbolism in it. So I would like to do that. I love that. Her. Yeah, that's wonderful. Um, so the rest of you make your way down. I'm assuming, or are you going to stay there? Make our way out, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I think I would just go with the rest of them and let Margrain do his thing because he's way better at talking than I am. I was debating if I would stay there and, and like help reinforce, but yeah, he's good. Just make your way down there, Garrett. You for here first in your head and then you're pulled to the side by Dohava. She's the sister, right? Selena yeah. Brainpart. Which Hava? Yeah, okay, it's Dohava. Okay. Yeah, she's Dohava, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dohava pulls you aside and says, Garen, we thank you for all you've done. Um, we have something of interest for you. Mm. We have a location of Father Koenig. <gasps> Do tell. Yes. In crux. Yes. I know exactly where he is and I will give you that information as soon as you arrive there. But first, before the ma marriage of Emperor Simon in Queen Alanya, we need to make sure that all friendliness between the Emperor and the Church is met with suspicion at most, or at, at least a complete dissolution would be best. 
If we are going to unite our kingdoms, we need to make sure that Theomar stays free of the church's influence and its own its own culture is preserved. Hmm. And do you have suggestions on how to do that? I have one idea, and I'm actually gonna like put my hand in my pocket and like rub the coin, so we're like and say Dohava, so it's in our heads. Yeah, I do believe the bishop wants to get rid of the rest of the church and make it all part of Saint Eligius. This is wonderful. We already have the red hand dividing the church by trying to split it off from it completely. But another split within the church itself would be marvelous for us. It weakens them from multiple multiple sides. This is a great idea. If you, I'm not saying become a convert of his, but definitely something worth promoting. Excellent. We are well on the path and he is quite up there as I understand it for bishops. Wonderful. And with that, the doors to the tower open and the roads to Crux or wherever you decide are completely unbarred to you. And that's where we'll call the episode.